0: Today, on the Evangelist podcast, we're looking at quick answers to quick questions. The Evangelist's podcast. Encouragement to speak life to a needy world. With Glenn Scrivener and Andy Brinkley. Okay, so on the Evangelist podcast this week, we're going to look at some quick answers to quick questions, Glenn. Yeah. Look um, forward to them. Be good to sort of read through them all first, and then we're going to take uh, sort of four podcasts to uh, to look at them all.
1: Yeah, we think we think four podcasts. We'll see we'll see how animated we get in our discussion. <laughs> when I say we, <laughs> but yeah, the, these all came out of um, just on Twitter. Whenever I go on a train, um, it's bad news for all my followers because they're they're about to like receive three million t- tweets uh, <laughs> on the train until my battery runs out, which usually happens within about forty five minutes. But um, <laughs> It's a it's a real race. Whenever I'm on a train, what will run out first, my battery or my followers? But um, <laughs> so uh, at a, on a recent uh, train trip, I uh, just tweeted out 16 quick questions that often just usually they're not even like phrased as questions. They're just mm. kind of dumped into conversation as just a that's a killer to all belief. Yeah. Uh, so what can we say in a Twitter length response to these 16 things?
0: Okay, excellent. Well, we'll, we'll go through them in a in a mo. Um, I just want to. Reminds you about the Speak Life Daily. It's our free booklet, a small pocket-sized booklet. It tells 31 stories of what God is doing around the world. Uh, Not only this, but it gives insider information about what we're up to here at Speak Life. Mm -hmm. We've just kind of rebranded the uh, the building.
1: Yes, new signs. New signs. We are the Speak Speak Life Centre. Yeah. Yes, with our Speak Life Daily and our SpeakLife dot org dot uk. So, yeah. yeah, just trying to get to the the fact that we're a, a, a proclamation evangelism charity mm. um, front and centre.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to change the um, the podcast logo on the uh, oh, yeah. on iTunes because it's still got the
1: old oh stuff yeah on. yes. But, um,
0: I'll work out how to do it at some point. I changed it all in the feed and everything. It just didn't update in iTunes.
1: Oh, man. The woes of IT. I don't know. I don't
0: know. So anyway, yeah. uh, How to send off for it? uh, Just go to speaklife.org.uk. I thought it would be probably just as well for people to go to speaklife.org.uk slash TEP. Yeah. Because we've got a list there now of, of all the 104... Mm, oh, it'll be 105
1: by the time you listen Podcasts, to this it'll be yeah. 105
0: yeah. listed there so it's probably just easy and then if you just yeah, you know just click on the one if you want this one yeah. today click on 105 if you want another one click on that one
1: yeah and then you should be able to find something that's of some value yeah in 105 episodes we'll be able to. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> we failed otherwise we totally
0: have yeah good um I found another review oh did you yeah <laughs> um, by looking on uh, the Canada iTunes, we've got a review from Guitar Player.
1: Okay. okay. Hello, Guitar Player. This is
0: uh, by Guitar DD. Straightforward, dead on. I want to do this in a Canadian accent. I? Oh, is it
1: from Canada? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go <come> on then. <laughs>
0: totally enjoyable and encouraging sticks to truth. Ah. So, thank you, Guitar DD.
1: Guitar DD. A. That's what they do in Canada, isn't it? That's how you do a Canadian accent. You just do an American accent with the word A at the at the end. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I can do all the accents. <laughs> Please don't offend me. <laughs> <laughs> Our, yeah. Our one positive review. Our one positive ever.
0: review. You and I you can... butcher that <laughs> language. Right, <laughs> uh, serious, serious, serious. Okay, <clears throat> I was
1: I was gonna take you on a tour of no. accents, but never mind. No, 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 no. No. No, that's for another episode. Right. Let's let's get to it, Glenn. Let's okay. Quick it. answers to quick questions. Are yeah. you going to give me the, the the answers? Okay. No, you give me the questions. I'll give you the questions. All right.
0: Okay. So here they are. Uh, atheism isn't a belief. It's the
1: absence of belief. Oh, really? And I suppose anarchism is the absence of political convictions. All right.
0: Oh, I need a sort of a drum roll
1: (laughs) (laughs) this sounds this sounds very triumphalistic and we will talk about how triumphalistic it might sound uh, to just shoot down questions like this but uh, it might be handy to to keep going here we go
0: Okay, if God made the world who made God
1: that's like asking if the sun enlightens the earth what enlightens the sun Mm. think about it Mm. Okay, I don't believe in God I probably don't believe in the God you're imagining either let's talk about Jesus I could never be religious. Many people say I could never be married, but then they meet the one. That's who Jesus is to me.
0: How can you believe in the virgin birth of Jesus?
1: How can you believe in the virgin birth of the cosmos? Talk about miraculous. There's no need for God. Science explains it all. I can explain that sentence. Does that mean there's no need for you? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) If you
0: grew up in 12th century Nepal, you wouldn't be a Christian.
1: And if you grew up there, you wouldn't be a sceptic. In fact, Richard Dawkins tweeted out almost precisely that yesterday. (laughs) But I just didn't have the time to kind of (laughs) wade into all that. But anyway.
0: You believe we're born sick and commanded to be well?
1: No, we're born hungry and offered bread. As with the physical, so with the spiritual. Suffering rules out God. Which God? To be sure, many gods are incompatible with suffering, but what about the crucified God?
0: To say Jesus is the one way is narrow.
1: But you you insist on one way to consider all religions. That's narrow.
0: To say sex stroke marriage is for one man
1: and one woman
0: is homophobic.
1: Think of a Buddhist. Is their vegetarianism carnivore Religions cause cause all wars? Uh no. About seven percent, actually. God is not the common denominator in war. Humanity is. Why doesn't God just forgive? Have you ever tried it? It hurts. It means self-sacrifice, because forgiving a debt means absorbing the cost. Christians are all... Uh, Christians are hypocrites. Christians are sinners, and we're very open about that. The biggest hypocrisy is pretending you don't have any. I wish I had your faith. If I recommend my doctor, you don't need my faith in her, you need her. You don't need faith, but Jesus. If God knew there'd be suffering, why create? Every parent knows their children will suffer. They still give life nonetheless. There we go.
0: Okay, lots of uh, thought provoking. You're a Christian now. Are you,
1: are you are you overwhelmed with the the short fire quick fire answers? Yeah. It's fair. a funny exercise, isn't it? Mm. Kind of doing that quick quick question quick answer thing. Mm. Um and it does sound very glib or it could sound very yeah. glib and triumphalistic. Yeah. Um, and certainly when you do it like that, it does sound like that. When you've got 140 characters. <laughs> yeah, well that's true. Yeah. And on Twitter you have to Yeah. So I guess I guess you've got to think about what yeah what what are we trying to do when we're trying to think quickly on our feet and mm. give quick answers and I guess thinking more broadly what are we trying to do in general when we're answering um questions of faith so it'd be good to it'd be good to talk about that and then it'd be good to talk about yeah why is it good to have a quick comeback up your sleeve mm. for those questions? Because a lot of them will come up if yeah. you're involved in evangelism. Um, but maybe, maybe we can maybe we can think about what we're attempting with questions in general. Because I think it's interesting. I, I was doing a um, a seminar at U, New Wine um, just last week, and it was all it was called uh, reasons to believe or reasons for faith. And so it was a room full of people really wanting to be evangelistic and really wanting to be able to answer people's questions. And um, I did a sort of a pop quiz, and I asked people um, to vote um, on various statements and to see which side of the room they fell on. And one of the one of the one of the sort of the, the questions that I asked them is, Do you think we should answer everybody's questions on their own terms as carefully and and you know considerately as absolutely possible? Or, on the other side of the room, do you think most questions come from a place of unbelief and it's basically because people don't want to believe and they just throw up questions mm. as kind of hurdles so that you don't press them on why they don't believe? Mm. Um, so, which is it? Do you know, is, uh, are we surrounded by lots of, you know, inquirers who are genuinely seeking after the truth and what we really need to do is sit down and answer questions on their own terms? Or do we see the questions as smokescreens for, <laughs> for not wanting to believe? Mm. Um, and of course, in a room like that, everybody was on the side of you know most people you know we we just go out of our way to really considerately mm. answer every every kind of question, and I really 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 understand that, but it is interesting when you look at how Jesus answers questions, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and there are there are a lot of people who he spends a lot of time with. The yeah. woman by the well, mm. spends a lot of time with her, patiently dealing with all her, you know and she throws up this issue about the mountain over there, and she throws up this issue about you Jews, and she throws up this issue about this and that. Um, And Jesus kind of patiently does deal with her, but kind of not on her own terms. He keeps on bringing her back Mm. to the truth. So, So he does, you know... Patiently, you know, deal with her, or you think about the rich young ruler who comes up to Jesus and says, "What must I do to inherit eternal life?" And Jesus kind of deals with him, even though he's giving some horrendous answers. Jesus looked at him and loved him, and mm. um but he's quite abrupt with him in, in other ways, and kind of confronts him with the truth. Um, or you th- or you think of the the lawyer who said, "You know, which is the right commandment?" And which is the greatest commandment in Luke chapter ten and and Jesus throws the question back, how do you read it in the Bible? And and the, the lawyer gives the right answer. But Luke gives us a psychological insight into the lawyer and says, but he wanted to justify himself. Yeah. So Luke is saying, you know, actually his motives in asking mm. the question are not, he's not just seeking information. And mm. so many people were trying to trap Jesus. And Jesus very rarely actually answers questions exactly the way that they're asked. Yeah. He always reframes them yeah. or tells a story or... These kinds of things. So I think we should love all the people who ask questions and we should really go out of our way to sacrificially love them, but that doesn't always mean answering them on the terms that they're asked.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's you know, very important, the, the context in which they ask. Yes. Um, you know, what are their motives and sort of try and, <laughs> yes. try and hit that, really.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so the way, you know, if you're doing <clears throat> door-to-door work... Um, and someone raises an issue, you deal with that a little bit differently to the way that you deal with your sister who you've known all your life and, um, or the way you you deal with someone with a long-term relation, who you have a long-term relationship with or with someone who you know is really struggling with suffering, not as an academic issue, but, um. Like personally in their life so context is absolutely vital yeah. um, and just because you've got short answers up your sleeve is no excuse to do hit and run evangelism where you just unload on them and triumphalistically yeah. ride off into the sunset thinking you've done your <laughs> job you know if these if these kind of quick answers to questions are, are any use to you it's only because they arrest the conversation and put it back on a more gospel footing mm. that enables you to move forwards in a way in which you can serve the person and point them to Christ yeah. and, and love them. Yeah. So don't use them to win the argument, but do use them to arrest the conversation and put it back onto gospel terms yes. so that you can continue to love them in the way you handle the questions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, let's let's look at these uh, first few then. Okay. Okay. Um, the first one, atheim, atheism isn't a belief; it's the absence of belief. That's I, I've heard that
1: you know, yeah, uh,
0: before that people say, "Oh, it's not a religion," you know, it's it's the absence of religion.
1: Yeah, and like Ricky, Ricky Gervais tweeted out uh, quite recently, um, you know, just because I don't particularly like to go skiing doesn't make me an a skiist <laughs> right? And it's uh, and. Yeah, and that's and that's absolutely true. But is the question of ultimate reality is that more like a, a discussion of the hobby of skiing, mm-hmm. or is it more like something like political beliefs, yeah. in which you have a, an all-encompassing view of reality, and in which no neutrality is possible? Mm. It's perfectly possible to be neutral on the issue of skiing or not skiing. It's perfectly possible to do that but on an issue that encompasses what 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 is humanity like what is reality like where are we headed what's the meaning of all this how should we order society for instance or how is the cosmos ordered those sorts of questions um you, you can't actually have a neutral position mm. on on things really um and so atheism is a lot closer i say to anarchism than it is to asceticism and when somebody says, I'm an, I'm an anarchist, yeah. um, they've just expressed a political belief. They have not expressed the absence of belief in politics. No. Um, they, they say, look, I don't like the left wing, I don't like the right wing. Okay, cool. But what, what you then buy into is another kind of way of, of, of seeing reality. Yeah. And just as the anarchist is actually a political view anarchism is a political view so atheism is a kind of it's a it's a brand of mm. religious view yeah. um, you don't like that of course you don't like yeah. that but that's because you want to brand questions of religion as like questions of skiing or not skiing yeah but it's not like that you know so yeah so i think the the analogy with an, anarchism um can be quite helpful yeah. um if you want to take the stance that you are yeah i mean you could say i'm apolitical and that's more like saying you're an agnostic. That's more like saying, I, I, I don't know really, I don't know really uh, what I think about politics. I don't know really what I think about gods yet. You, well, at that stage, well, the conversation can keep going. And you sort of say, well, would you prefer democracy over mob rule? Would you prefer that? Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're stepping away from the anarchism thing, probably at that stage. And Do you think the state should be big or small? And, no. Oh, okay, so you're moving more towards this direction. And so you can have a conversation with someone says, who says they're apolitical. Mm. And you can have a conversation with someone who says they're, they're agnostic about stuff. Mm. And keep on exploring those issues. Um, but when somebody says they're an atheist, they're not in the position of neutrality. There's no such thing. Mm they're in the position of the anarchist who has a political view and they have a, a, a they have a definitive view on religion. They really do. Yeah. And we need to push them towards acknowledging that.
0: Yeah. Sometimes with their own churches. Yeah. <laughs> Atheist, Atheist,
1: Church. Atheist churches. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: if God made the world, who made God? Yeah. This is um, a question that my, my children come to me with because they're, they're yeah. friends in their school have, have said to them. Yeah. Yeah. But who made God? Who made God? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, this is this is helpful, you know. I can take this back to uh, to my kids and say, ask them this question. <laughs> yeah,
1: if the sun enlightens the earth, what enlightens the sun? Mm. Um, and that's and actually analogies are really helpful, aren't they? Um, because I think bef- before I thought about this analogy, uh, it became a, a quite involved philosophical argument. You had you to say, well, you know. Everything has a source of being, doesn't it? And and so you're either left with the universe is eternal or the universe had a beginning, which is, you know... Um, and and then if the universe had a beginning, either that beginning was out of nothing or out of a source that is beyond the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some stage, everybody has a beginningless source of all being. Whether the universe is the beginningless source of all being or whether... God is the beginningless the source of all being. Everybody's got to be, and and so, but you know,
0: I think I would have lost my kids yeah. at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I lost
1: myself. After that <laughs> um, and so, analogies are, are really helpful. Aren't they? Yeah. So, the sun um, is shines is, on the earth. Shines yeah. on the earth, but it's not. It does not receive its light from another source. Yeah. Is it is its own source of light? God is His own source of life. Mm. It's 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 exactly like that, and when people you know say, "Well, God made the world. Who made God?" They're kind of thinking of God like the moon. And yes, the moon receives its light from mm. the sun and reflects it towards the earth. Mm. Um, they're thinking of God as though God is a created God, um, and they say, oh you Christians, you believe in created, you know, created gods." But of course, you know. That's called idols in the Bible, and nobody believes in idols in the Bible. We believe in an uncreated creator. But a good way of thinking about that is just as the sun is its own source of light, so God is his own source of Mm. life and has forever been that way. Usually when you use that uh, analogy, people say, oh, yeah, but somebody made the sun. (laughs) Yeah, I was just thinking (laughs) my my kids would go, yeah, but. (laughs) Yeah, but. But somebody made the sun. But that's to take the analogy out of its context. The analogy is not about who made the sun. The analogy is it's purely about light. Yeah, yeah. The sun does not receive its light from another source. Mm. It is its own source of light. In that in that sense, God does not receive His life from outside Himself. He mm. is Himself a source of light yeah. of life. Yeah. There you
0: go. Okay. Third one then. I don't believe in God. Yeah, and you know. So the question defines God in a, in a way that, you know, Yeah. I don't believe in God. You've, yeah. You've stated.
1: Yeah, what do you mean by God? Yeah. Yeah. And, so you, and and that's exactly what we need to do with questions. Just explore them. Okay, well, what do you mean by God? Mm. Which God are you talking about? And, um, you know, rip this off from, from Tom Wright. You know, he would always ask students who said, I don't believe in God, to say, which God don't you believe in? Mm. And then explore that. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, you know, say, I, I don't believe in the God that you're imagining either. Let's talk about Jesus. Mm. Um, and, and, and really, that's, that's what all of answering questions is about. Let's explore what you mean by the question and let's go, ah, okay, but what about Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> in a sense, that's, that's all of evangelism. Explore the question and then say, but what about Jesus?
0: Yeah. I could never be religious.
1: And, I, and who doesn't sympathize with that? Yeah. Um, especially explore the question well, what do you mean by being religious mm. and usually they've got you know there's a personality type that really likes long, boring church services, and I just you know I just don't haven't I'm not happened that to kind me. of person. Yeah, yeah I wasn't dealt that hand and you're like, well, I don't think I was dealt that hand either, but you know it's 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 very much you know this this analogy of um you know I once said I could never be married, but then I met the right person, yeah. and here I am. Um, that analogy was kind of burst out of you know playing cricket and being late, you know, in the bar as a single man, and and whenever the married men would go off home to their wives, we'd all go and say you're under the thumb, and ha ha ha, and then wish we could, had somebody to go home to, <laughs> um, uh, and and you know we always sort of thought that they were, yeah, that that was. That was a weird personality type that they had that, you know, it meant that they, you know, had to go home early from the pub. How ridiculous. But then you meet the one and that's something that you start wanting to do. That's what Christianity is. You start, you meet Jesus. And he doesn't convert you, he doesn't convert you to religion in the same way that, Meeting the right person doesn't necessarily convert you to marriage per mm. se because you don't, you don't just believe in marriage as the in- an institution you believe in this person and so you get married in yeah. the same way you believe in Jesus and so I guess you could call me religious now because I'm a Christian and if that, if that label helps you to figure out who I am, fine yeah. all right but it's not because I love religion that I've, I'm with Jesus because yeah. it's because I love Jesus yeah. let's talk about him yeah
0: a lot of these you kind of you're just going back to what do you mean by religious? what yeah. do you mean by God,
1: yeah, which God yeah, you know <laughs> yeah yeah,
0: going a little bit for, little a little bit deeper and and perhaps changing the question slightly
1: exactly yeah explore, dig deeper um and 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 so much of what we're doing here might mitigate against that because what we're saying is, here's the silver bullet to use. No, we're not saying this is a silver bullet to use. But, it, you know, you might, you might think, oh, I know the answer to this one now. Yeah. Glenn's all of that analogy Glenn said. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, Look up. Speaklife.org.uk slash T-E-B You wait here. I'm just going to tap this out on my phone. So, you know, learning learning these answers as rote answers is not the idea. Having them to hand can be very handy. Um, but uh, really where they're birthed out of is not that you give a glib, ad hoc answer to you know questions that are just mm. thrown at you, but what these come from is just the desire to explore the question a little bit deeper and then direct mm. things towards Jesus. Um, so if they help you to do that, then they've done their purpose.
0: Yep, excellent. Well, we'll go on next time to look at some more, mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to close there for this time. So as I said at the beginning, if you want to see all the episodes in the big long list of the Evangelist podcast, just go to speaklife.org.uk slash TEP. That's it for this week. See you next time. See ya.